listeners, welcome back to another episode of Trauma to Triumph. I'm Annabelle Ingleton and I'm your host. I'm a trauma-informed coach. I help people heal their brain and body from the effects of trauma. And this week we're going to talk about why boundaries are important to your healing. I get this question a lot because I talk about it a lot in my content. I share a lot about attachment wounds and attachment styles and parts work and people are like, why are you talking about boundaries? What the hell does it have to do with like me being raped when I was 17? Or what does it have to do with my dad abusing my mom and me witnessing that? And I want to explain why boundaries are so, so essential to your healing journey. It's not something I knew about either. I think I've inherently been really good about boundaries with most things, but because I used to be super protective, I was like, um, there, I have a big avoidant part of my attachment style and, um, I own it. I love it. It's so, so much. She's just protecting me. But when you have, um, attachment wounds, which are, if you don't know what that is, please listen to my, um, episode on attachment styles. Um, when you have attachment wounds and it significantly affects the way you relate to people, the way you have relationships, the way you have uh, romantic relationships, friendships with your parents, with your children, with friends, in any relationship really, with money, with everything. And one of the things that people do when they have insecure attachment, which is one of the three other attachment styles other than secure, avoidant, anxious, or disorganized, Those are the ones I go off by, guys. There's a lot of like different variations of attachment styles. People will call it like anxious avoidant or dismissive anxious, like all these different names. I don't go by that. I just go by anxious, avoidant, disorganized. And disorganized is a combination of anxious and avoidant, okay? And then secure. So when you've suffered an attachment wound, you then react to relationships in a different way. You connect to people in a certain way or you attach to people in a certain way. Your attachment to people, when the word attachment, guys, just so you know, is kind of like, an I don't want to say the word negative because I don't like labeling things as good or bad, maybe pleasant or unpleasant, but an attachment to something is kind of like a, a foothold. It's like, it's like a, a weakness, okay? Whereas love deciding to be with someone and choosing to love that's like that's that's a good thing but when you're attached to something there's control there there's fear there and attachment styles are exactly that it's the way we connect to someone because there's fear around it okay when you're securely attached to someone there's a lot of love there there's a lot of safety there's a lot of freedom there's there's no control there's trust there's releasing there's allowing yeah but when we have an attachment to something it's because we believe that if we don't have it or if it goes away or if it's not there something bad will happen or we're not lovable or they you know something's wrong with us we're unworthy there's a lot of limiting beliefs attached to attachment (laughs) did not mean to say that but yeah it's 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 connected to attachment okay so when we're talking about attachment styles there's a a particular attachment style um one let's let's say anxious attachment style anxious attachment is typically created out of an inability to self-regulate to 
fully be in in self-love to know that you're enough to know that being alone is okay to believing that people can come and go as they please and they will and they'll return when they say they're going to return it's it's um you typically don't believe that people that you can trust people and so when you have anxious attachment there's a, a lot of controlling there's a lot of needing people there to know where they're at know where they're there's a lot of like there could be signs of jealousy or looking insecure um wanting to connect with them all the time if someone isn't there with you you can feel very um rejected or abandoned the attachment the anxious attachment a lot of times i see is formed when there's in adulthood when there has been infidelity when you've been betrayed or deceived deceived in some way it tends to arise out of an uh, out of an adult i call them attachment re-injuries or an attachment injury let's say you've never had an attachment wound from your youth but it's an attachment injury you got cheated on anxious attachment can form from that it also is created just by dating someone who is more avoidant you can you can then start feeling anxious with them you don't necessarily you could be very you could be pretty secure or you could be somewhat avoidant but dating someone who is avoidant can make you want like you're not getting the things that you need they're not connecting to you maybe they're not responding to you in a certain way you're not getting affirmed in a certain way you're not seeing them often and you it could create an anxious um uh, response in you all right so when there is this anxious attachment and you guys i'm just using this for an example for the podcast Boundaries happen in every attachment, any trauma situation in every way. But I'm just giving you guys the example of how it would show up maybe with someone who has anxious attachment, okay? the This looks like boundaries are almost sometimes really non-existent. Because you're feeling very anxious about the person not being there, if they're not there, or if you feel a disconnection, or if you have that feeling of abandonment, or you're not getting affirmed the way you want to there we tend to lose ourselves in a relationship and you kind of end up blending in with the person and blending almost looks like you you fall into the same way that they are like you'll change your personality to be more like them where you'll lose your um sense of self and like let's say for example they like golfing and you don't even like golfing, but because you like them so much, you'll start wanting to golf or do things with them. And look, there's nothing wrong with that, but because maybe it's because you don't want to be without them because you're fearful that, that they're going to do something if they're golfing and you'll not, not that you won't allow them, but you'll, there, there won't be a boundary there. Like you won't, you won't allow them to do their thing. And then you have your own quote unquote personal life. Yeah. So it can look like that. It can it can um, it can play out in so many different ways, but that's one example. Um, also, when you have when you don't have a full sense of self, and by that I mean you feel good, sufficient, worthy, lovable, smart, perfect, independent of another person's love for you, attention for you, things like that. You can tend to um, not set boundaries for yourself and in, in terms of self-respect because you want them to love you you'll accept any kind of love and even if it's abusive or verbally abusive or or physically abusive the story might be you know some love is better than no love and so there's no boundaries around 
how if someone's hurting you stopping it right there's no hey what you did was painful to me that needs to not happen again and if you do that again I'm not going to be with you instead somebody who's very um, anxiously attached to someone will say oh my god if I if I tell them how I feel they're going to not want to be with me so that really hurt but I'd rather just not say anything because then because I'd rather them stay with me than not than be alone right and so you're not setting a boundary around a need of yours or like something really basic like self-respect right like not being abused or or being cussed at or being yelled at or things like that so I think that this is something it's 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 a topic that I don't think goes unseen because I think in this space, I see it very often. I follow a lot of people and coaches who talk about anxious attachment and attachment wounds and traumas, but it is boundaries is a big, big way of creating secure attachment. You create secure attachment by creating, um, by regulating your own emotions, right? Feeling good, independent of another person. You don't use them to co-regulate to make you feel good. You just have the ability to to notice when you're getting dysregulated, where you're anxious or sad or angry or whatever. You kind of check in with yourself. You notice it. You do something to either calm yourself down or bring your energy back up. There's lots of ways to regulate, right? And then you... Um, that's so self-regulation is a form of of developing secure attachment um setting boundaries is a huge is one of the biggest ways to create secure attachment um boundaries is like knowing yourself knowing your needs knowing what you don't need what you don't want or won't allow and then expressing those those desires and those things that bother you to your partner and saying listen those things aren't okay. If you do that, I will do this, right? And then you move forward with that, with that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? With the result or the consequence that you say is going to happen. Um, you move forward with that if they do the thing that you said, you know, that you would rather them not do. Um, what this does is it creates um, a high sense of self. You end up building self-trust and what you end up doing is you end up showing those wounded parts those attachment wounds those wounded um what i call like exiles or your protective parts look i my highest self i've got your back i will literally not let anybody do us wrong because in the past maybe because of all the trauma the effects of trauma that you have you haven't been setting these boundaries because you've just been willing to accept whatever and anything whatever whenever wherever from someone because something's better than nothing but when you create boundaries what you're showing your parts is i've got you i respect us i'm going to hold down the fort for us and let me show you guys this so when you follow through on them your parts start to learn oh you know john has our back maria is actually like putting her foot down and respecting us so we don't have to drive the we don't have to drive the car anymore we're gonna we can sit we can sit back and let her highest self this part that's like doing the work and learning you know secure attachment learning boundaries she's actually like following through for us and you, you they stop being uh you start being more parts driven and stop and start being more self-led right so this is the this is the advantage of boundaries. This is this is the reason why we we create boundaries is because it creates secure attachment with other partners and with yourself. Most importantly with self. Self learns and your parts learn that you've got their back 
that you're not going to betray them anymore. You're not going to betray yourself. And it creates just a really, really, I call it an ambitious cycle versus a vicious cycle of giving in to accepting whatever someone is willing to give you just because you're worried that you're not going to find anybody else. So you have to accept shit, right? So this is why boundaries helps heal trauma. Trauma, the effects of trauma and attachment wounds, those are the traumatic things, right, that, that create dysregulation in your nervous system, that create these survival states, that have created your parts to come up and now be your more parts-driven. And when you set boundaries, you teach your protective parts that you've got its back, that self is leading the show, and that you're not going to betray yourself, that you're going to follow through on the boundaries, that you respect yourself enough to speak up for yourself. And this is where you do this over and over and over and over. And this is how healing those wounds happen. Those wounds become a lot more chill. They get triggered less often. They're not running the show. And they allow you to do all the amazing work and reap the benefits of feeling really secure and confident in yourself. Okay. So this is a really short episode, but I thought it was, it's something that I've gotten questions about um, quite a bit and people are wonder why we talk about boundaries it sounds like more like a relationship thing or a marriage issue and it's like why you're talking about trauma what does it have to do i'm single you know um why are we talking about boundaries so i hope this was helpful i hope it shed a little bit of light into why and um why boundaries are important in your healing journey um and how to really set them forth in your life so i hope this was helpful and guys i will talk to you guys next week okay have a good one